you ready to rock, boys and girls? Behold, it's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? It's the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Here we go on a Wednesday. Midday show, WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Good morning, everybody. Wednesday morning, John Burton, Patton Cook, inside the Strike and Spare Family Fund Center Studios. We are presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Patton, General, good morning. How are you, man? Pretty good, John. Hope you are as well. It's just another day in paradise. Tennessee fans fighting for their lives. Just when you thought it was safe to feel good about Tennessee football. We'll get to that very, very shortly. Uh, Also, it's a big night tonight for the Predators. They got the LA Kings in town at Bridgestone. Obviously, the Preds in a fight for their playoff lives. But also, uh, the organization, the franchise, they're going to celebrate Black History Month. Uh, as we get into the month of February, which is Black History Month. And so they're going to have a uh, a big presentation tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun. Amy Bratton from the Predators is going to join us at 1025 to talk about that, get you set for that. It's all part of their Hockey is for Everyone and their Guider Initiative, which uh, I'm a board member of. So it'll be great to have Amy. I didn't make the connection. Her husband, Brooks, has been working for the Preds for a long time. Huh. And I knew Brooks from my days back in Pittsburgh. I think he went to Robert Morris University, and I never connected the dots. And, um, you know, I was I was back and forth with Predators PR yesterday. Shout out to them, Nick Nick and the crew. And uh, he said, yeah, we'll have Amy Bratton come on, Brooks' wife. And I'm, I never made the connection. So uh, it would be great to talk to Amy. She's been... Uh, She's been kind of spearheading uh, our guider initiative along with Robin Lee. So we'll talk about that. Um, Tennessee hoops last night, tough loss at home to South Carolina. And they only shot 36%. And it looked like watching the end of that game, Patton, you know, we've been talking about how, oh man, connect is great. You know, he's, he's your go-to guy whenever you need a bucket. A couple of observations from that game last night as they lose at home to South Carolina. Number one, they just look tired. You know, it might, I think it's just one of those mid-season lulls or late-season lulls because they kind of slogged their way, didn't they, through the Vanderbilt game? Yep. And they were they were losing at halftime, and they had to kind of rev up the engines to come back and win that game. And they just looked tired. And it just looked like nobody else wanted to try to, you know, try to take control to get them back in that game. It, 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 they were almost too dependent on Connect. Now, he finished with 31 points, but he shot 11 of 24 from the field, and he was laboring. The whole team was laboring. Did What did yeah. you, you see last night? Yeah, well, watched a lot of that game, especially uh, kind of down the stretch, and I, I agree. In South Carolina, for the past couple of years, John, it's kind of been a, a game where maybe some teams can take it easy, but that's a good basketball They team. are good, and they can defend. Really can, and a former... 
A Commodore, Miles Studi, uh, knocked them away at the free throw yep. line last night. He's been a nice addition. Shushing the crowd. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> had some good comments after the game. Uh, you'll have to go back and look at it. But, no, yeah. you're right. And What do you say? Uh, well, just said that meant a little bit more uh, for me as a former Commodore. And he said, talk to his teammates about it. So, I thought that was pretty cool for yeah. uh, for him to say that. But, uh, you're right. And that's, that's the main problem at, for SEC teams is – it's a long, grueling non-conference mm-hmm. schedule for Tennessee. Every, every night is a grind. Exactly, and, and not to mention their conference schedule, but what they did in the non-conference. Look who they were yep. playing. UNC, yep. teams like that, week in, week out. So, yeah, this is kind of one of those lulls that they're going to have middle of the year. You'd rather have her, have it now than later. But uh, some trends that you kind of see maybe a little bit in Tennessee mm-hmm. in the past couple of years you saw last night. You just hope that doesn't happen later on. Yeah, South Carolina kind of laid out the blueprint, right? I mentioned, you know, Connect at 31. The only other guy in double figures uh, was Vescovy with 10. And they were talking on the broadcast how they need him to be a little bit more assertive and aggressive on offense. He's, I think he's averaging like six or seven shots a game Mm -hmm. as opposed to last year when he was averaging about 10 shots a game. So he's a guy they got to get going. And, you know, Ziggler's a guy capable of scoring. He only had two points. He had as many points as he had turnovers, too. Three assists. And it's hard because you don't want to get in the way of Superman, but you also want to help Superman out a little bit. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, Batman needs Robin every now and then. You right. know, you, you watched. Once in a while, Robin would have to come through <laughs> to save Batman's yep. bacon, bro. Absolutely. Yeah, so, um, well, and it doesn't get any easier. they got to go to Rupp Arena Saturday night to play Kentucky, so that'll be a, a, uh, a huge game. We mentioned uh, the Predators tonight and, well, Again, just when you thought it was you were okay to feel good about Tennessee football, we've uh, got more potential issues, more potential violations. This is a Pete Thamel's report on ESPN.com. I'll, I'll read part of it here. The University of Tennessee is under NCAA investigation for violations related to name, image, and likeness, sources confirmed to ESPN on Tuesday. The investigation puts the volunteers in the crosshairs for potential sanctions as repeat violators. Uh-oh. Tennessee fresh off an NCAA ruling in summer 2023 in which it was charged with 18 level one violations and fined a record $8 million. The scope and breadth of the... Cur- this, I think, has to do with Nico Iamaliava yes. and his NIL deal and, and, and how he was recruited, right? Correct. All right, I'll read some more of this. Pete Th- Again, Pete Thamel from ESPN.com. <clears throat> Excuse me. The scope and breadth of the current uh, allegations, according to sources, include the potential for the enforcement staff to charge multiple level one and level two violations. The case revolves around activity related to the, is it Spire Sports Group? Yep, Spire. Spire Sports Group, which is Tennessee's primary primary NIL collective, sources told ESPN. So the schools don't pay the players. It's the collective that plays the uh, players, which is important to point out here. Uh, reading for, uh, further here, the case is fundamentally tied to football, but Spire Sports Group sponsors athletes in other sports. Uh, this was first reported by Sports Illustrated. Now, Donde Plowman cut a promo yesterday. <laughs> the <laughs> Tennessee Chancellor. Tennessee has pushed back against the allegations. A document contained obtained by ESPN shows Tennessee Chancellor Donde Plowman told NCAA President Charlie Baker. The allegations are, quote, factually untrue and procedurally flawed, end quote. In the letter obtained by ESPN through an open records request, 
Plowman called the NCAA rules regarding NIL, quote, intellectually dishonest in how they are written. Yeah, she kind of went off. I think she's sick of all this crap, you know? <laughs> uh, to put it lightly. Yeah, uh, this yes. tension comes at a time when, N- when the NCAA appears to be focusing on rules tied to name, image, and likeness. Recent cases that emerged uh, that emerged at both Florida and Florida State were tied to NIL allegations. So, you know, this may be a cry for we need to, re- you know, formally relegate these NIL deals and these collective deals across the board if, if we're going to prevent things like this happening. I mean, we kind of knew that something like this could happen, not necessarily in particular sure. to Tennessee, but, you know, once this NIL thing started cooking and you had these collectives and supposedly it's not tied to the school, it's the collective that represents the school, I'm not surprised to hear that there are issues <laughs> with this. Me neither. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I, I look at it, and I look kind of how how this ends, John, I think is going to be very, it's going to really set a precedent on what happens moving forward because if Tennessee and Virginia, who are also kind of mentioned in this, if they get off scotch-free right now, they've already filed a lawsuit. The state of Tennessee has filed an antitrust lawsuit against the NCAA this morning. Uh if this happens in favor of Tennessee and Virginia, I think this is NCAA effectively withering away because <laughs> this is their final shot. And right. I, I get what they want, and I, I I will say this, and it's more of a bigger picture. The, the notion that schools have no say in what these collectives do and they have no that's a bunch of BS. Yeah, they're not helping not, the collectives in any way. They're not telling them what players we want, how much we can give them at the time. It's just absolute baloney. And I, the NCAA came out a couple months ago saying with a new way of doing it, basically saying it's all school funded. Schools are going to pay for it. Uh, all sports are going to have to do it. And I, I think that is the better way. Now, how we get there is another way, but uh, this is going to be interesting. Uh, this is going to be very messy, uh, to say the least. And we've seen it on social media already. And it's going to be moving from social media to the courts, uh, from what it looks like. Yeah, it could get ugly. Uh, a little bit more from Pete Thamel's ESPN.com report here. Attorney Tom Mars on Tuesday released a statement on behalf of uh, Spire Sports Group saying that an agreement with quarterback Nico Iamaliava, quote, was fully consistent with then existing NCAA. NIL guidelines and had nothing to do with recruiting Nico to the University of Tennessee or any other school, end quote. So it goes on and on. You can go on ESPN.com and and read further. So uh, hard to handicap how this is going to turn out because we've really never seen anything like this. And, you know, it opened a whole nother can of worms. I mean, I'm all for the NIL. Uh, You know, Ed O'Bannon was the godfather of this and he started this movement in the late 90s, right around the time you were being born, Patton. And, you know, but you knew that there were going to be flies in the ointment, right? We knew that of the many apples, there was going to be one or two bad apples or just, you know, a situation where, you know, and I agree with you, the NCAA is basically making one last ditch to be relevant. Right. You know, because you're right. If if Tennessee gets out of this and they obviously firmly believe that they can and will get out of this and Virginia, what's the NCAA got left? 
after that. Well, because they really have no power in football. I mean, yep. the college football playoff has nothing to do with the NCAA. Uh, yep. So I, I agree. And, I, and this problem they created, by the way, they, uh, instead of kind of leaking out Pandora's box, they, they opened it wide open and just said, all right, schools, here you go. Have had it. We're going to have these little collectives that you're not going to have anything to do with wink, wink. But yeah, this is a, this is a mess. One big mess. And, this is probably going to go well into the summer and probably well into the season next year. And it's just, it's so aggravating. You know, yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's just its just one thing after the other. 615-844-5600, by the way, if you want to give us a call. I'm, you know, we have a lot of vol honks that like to call this show, and I'm sure they're going to call up and say it was a nothing burger and the NCAA is out to get us. I mean, you know how they are, but uh, that's, that's why we love them. Right? We yes. love the vol honks. Elsewhere, our old buddy Arthur Smith has a new gig. Former Titans offensive coordinator, of course, uh, spent three seasons as head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. Failed miserably. There's really yeah. no other way to say it. Did not <laughs> develop, you know, did not develop uh, Desmond Ritter as a quarterback, and you know, flamed out. But he's now going to be the offensive coordinator of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I was on on a couple of stations in Pittsburgh yesterday. My old station, ninety three seven, the fan, and. Uh, my buddy Timmy Benz's podcast, um, and they're all—they're not too excited about the hire. I've seen this, yeah, because they—their their notion is, well, how great was Arthur Smith as an OC? All you had to do was turn around and hand to Derrick Henry, <laughs> who happens to be the greatest running back of his generation. But to that, I say, I mean, you look at that 2020 season, Patton. Offensively, defensively, they were terrible. Offensively, this was a juggernaut. Yep. Because Tannehill threw for 30, like 3,800 yards, 33 touchdowns, only seven interceptions. You had a 3,800-yard passer. You had a 2,000-yard running back, and you had a 1,000-yard receiver. And also, you know, John o. Smith and Anthony Ferkser from the tight end position were also getting involved in the offense. So mm-hmm. I think Art's getting a bad rap from that point. I get it. Derrick Henry's a stud. But look at the big plays that they made off of play action because you had the threat of Derrick Henry. Now, listen, Najee Harris is not Derrick Henry, okay? I get that. But, I mean, Pittsburgh is so – the Pittsburgh fans are so frustrated. Give it a chance. I think Art's one of those guys, he's a better coordinator than he is a head coach. I'll give you you an example on the other side of the ball. Steve Spagnuolo, defensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs. He's going to go down as maybe – him and Belichick, maybe the two greatest defensive coordinators of all time. And he tried it as a head coach. He flamed out. Now that Arthur is, you know, give him a chance to assess what he has from a talent standpoint. You know, you're not giving him a whole lot from the quarterback standpoint. It's either Kenny Pickett or Mason Rudolph. They got two good running backs. They got at least one good wide receiver in Pickens. And by the way, Friermuth, excuse me, is a really good tight end. And Art's done well with tight ends, especially in the red zone. But... Pittsburgh's all up in arms. They hate to hire, by and large. Yeah, you saw that, too? I, I did. I, I was quite surprised because, like you, I thought it was a great hire uh, because I think similarities between that Titans team, you can kind of draw there. I mean, it's a, a sort of a game manager type quarterback, whoever it's going to be, and, and Ryan Tannehill put up great numbers. And I will say this to Steelers fans, if, the, if it was so easy... Why did Todd Downing <laughs> screw it up? I mean, right. I mean, we saw it, it clearly. That's an excellent point. It wasn't so easy for some because the offenses. I mean, you look at the numbers while he was here; he was no worse than a top ten offense yeah. uh, for the Titans. So 
I think it's a good move. What do I know at the end of the day? Right. I well, do you got to think... understand, Steeler fans are frustrated. Oh, yeah. Because here's the thing. They know, like, ultimately, number one on their wish list, they want Tomlin out. And they know that the Roonies will never, ever, ever fire Mike Tomlin. Yeah. don't. It'll never happen. Mike Tomlin will have to raise his hand and say, I don't want to be here anymore. Please allow me to leave. That's the only way the Roonies will. If the, I think Art Rooney is... Art Rooney II is on record by saying, if I could sign him to a lifetime contract, I would. I don't, I don't want him to ever leave. So the next best thing for Steelers fans to, you know, complain about right. and bitch about is the <laughs> offensive coordinator. I mean, Matt Canada couldn't get arrested in Pittsburgh. Right. They got to fire Canada. So they finally did, and their offense was eh, not much better. They did make the playoffs. They give they did give the Bills somewhat of a competitive game in the wild card before bouncing out. So that's why, you know, they're going to complain hard about whoever they, you know, whoever they uh, hired as OC, they're going to complain about because they know ultimately if I think you know, if this guy if Art does well, that means Tomlin's going to stay and they don't want Tomlin there. Anymore. Well, and <laughs> I, I'll say this, I, I think no matter who you put in there as offensive coordinator, they either better hope Kenny Pickett's the guy, or they better find somebody else. Exactly. Because that's the crux of their problem. Absolutely. They put all their eggs in the Kenny Pickett basket, and, you know, he's below average. I'll be nice. And a guy I saw mentioned yesterday after this hire who could be making his way, RT-17, Ryan Tannehill. Yep. I was asked about that yesterday. So, you know. Here could, we go. I was also asked about, could Derek Henry be an well, I'm <laughs> like, I said, listen, they're both available. Yeah. They're both going to be available. So. Yep. Have at it. Also, uh, the big news out of the NFL, Ben Johnson, the Detroit Lions OC, mm. decided to stay in Detroit. Uh, he told the Seahawks and the Commanders, I'm not interested. But we've heard, and Joe Cena Anderson reported this, that his asking price was a little too high, and it, really? it kind of turned some teams off. So, reportedly, this guy won 15 mil a Woo! year, <laughs> having never coached before. Jim Harbaugh numbers. Yeah, that scared away some teams. Like, well, okay. And he, you know, he claims, oh, I want to come back here and win a Super Bowl and blah, blah, blah. Well, good luck with that. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully it works out. But that was so. So, uh, Aaron Glenn, the defensive coordinator for the Lions, interviewed for a second time with the commanders. So perhaps he's moving closer to being their new head coach. And that just leaves one opening because the Seahawks still have not named a new head coach. So there's still hope. For Mike Vrabel yes. or Bill Belichick. <laughs> and Bobby Slowick's staying in Bobby Slowick's still in... Oh, oh, he is? He's, I yep, did not see that. Staying uh, yesterday. That came out yesterday. So Now, I, to be honest, I didn't see him get many interviews. So I don't know if that was... Uh, he interviewed here. Yeah, he got here. But I, in terms of some of the other ones, I hadn't seen his name mentioned much. So it might be an asking price. Might be not done well in interviews. I'm not sure. But yeah, I was pretty shocked by that because we I, talked yeah. about it yesterday. I mean, it was... A con foregone conclusion. He was heading to Washington. Yeah, exactly. Boomer Esiason said it was a it was a done deal with Ben Johnson. So, all right, we'll take a break, and uh, we believe we're going to hook up with uh, uh, a coach's view with Watson Brown.
With 13 uh. locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-649-0142. 800-649-0142. That's 800-649-0142. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. Grizz Nation, it's go time. Don't miss Jaron, Gigi, Vince Williams, and your Memphis Grizzlies this Friday at 7 p.m. when they host the Golden State Warriors on Health Night, presented by Ortho South. Fans will want to arrive early as the first 5,000 will receive a Desmond Bain mini hoop set. Get hyped, get ready for a star-studded show and secure your tickets today by visiting grizzlies.com. Your home for Memphis Grizzlies basketball, WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Go ahead and swipe left. We understand. Touchdown! Oh, I like it! It's up to you now! It's up to you! I like it! And now, it's time for a coach's view with Watson Brown. 
Coach Watson Brown up in the beautiful plateaus of this beautiful state of Tennessee. Coach, good morning. How are you? John, I'm good. How about yourself? I'm Man, ready for some warm weather. Huh? I know, I know. I uh, I went home to back home to upstate New York over the weekend, and uh, you know, <laughs> was it warmer there? It actually probably was a little bit. <laughs> Got a little bit of snow, but uh, you know, it, it was better than it was like a week and a half ago, right? When we we're in single digits, right? Oh gracious! Yeah. Well, well Co- do, do you miss it, John, up there? Do you, are, do you, no. Are you a Southerner <laughs> now completely? Or? No, I don't. I, you know, it's you nice don't? to go back yeah. and visit, and I saw some friends that I, you know, I went to school with yeah. and all that, but, you know, it's nice to get down. It's nice to get back to uh, Tennessee. I mean, I, I miss all my friends, but I don't, you know, growing up as a yeah. kid, having to get out of bed at 6 o'clock in the morning, Coach, and, and shovel the driveway before the bus got there, I mean, it just, you know. And what the thing about it is, Coach, the, the the bad weather, the winter type weather, it comes early and it stays late. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I've seen it snow on Mother's Day where I'm from, okay? <laughs> and yeah. that's in middle of May. So there you go. Yeah, I remember at Cincinnati, which isn't near as far north as we had a big scrimmage in April, mm-hmm. spring scrimmage, and it snowed it out. And that got my attention. I said, I don't know about this. Mm. So about, about four or five inches and just we had coaches convention around it and everything had to cancel the whole thing uh, because it, it came down about the, the right at about the, you know, four or five hours before we were doing it. If it had been a day before and the you, city's cleaned it up pretty good, but this yeah. one got us and I'm just not used to that in late April. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome uh, to my world for many years. Yeah, I know. Hey, coach, I wanted to start off by asking you about the chiefs. I mean, mid season, we're thinking, all right, this team just doesn't have it this year. They'll make the playoffs. They might win a game. But here they are going back to the Super Bowl. And it really feels like they understand who and what they are now, right? They're not that high-flying, high-scoring offense that we saw a few years ago when Tyreek Hill was running around. You know, they run the football a lot better now, and they play defense. And, you know, it was a grinded-out game for them in the AFC Championship game against Baltimore. I've always said, John, that a, a really good football coach, one of the first things he does is figure out his team and what we can be good at, what we need to do with how do we take advantage of this person, how do we take advantage of all the pieces on offense, how do we put it all together with the offense, with the defense, and you know, do we go fast and try to wear somebody down, do we shorten the game, are we 75-25 pass? Are we 75-25 run? I don't know that the Chiefs figured that out, but they. I think this is the best coaching job that I've seen Coach Reed do. reason I say that, they, two games, three games left in the season, they, they were pretty much done. And they didn't know what they're doing. They didn't know where to go. He pulled a huge move that I've not heard anybody talk about. Mm-hmm. He changed his personnel grouping completely, his base personnel grouping. It was one tight end, <coughs> excuse me, three wide receivers. And he went to two tight ends, two wide receivers, and started running the ball at least 50 50 with the pass. And it turned the whole season around. And uh, so now you've got to defend them with two tight ends in the game. And I always thought the toughest thing to defend is two tight ends that can one of them can move around like Kelsey, come from the backfield, 
uh, be a fullback type, um, move him out as a receiver, and the other one is a good solid blocker to go with him that can still catch some balls. But that's what they did, and and now nobody's figured them out. Hmm. I mean, they, they've they've just completely changed. I give that to Andy Reid. And uh, you've also got to have the respect of your team that when you walk in, in the room late in the year, you're still hanging in there to get in the playoffs, but late in the year, and you say, boys, here's what we're going to do, and they got to buy into that. And they're not going to buy into it, John, if they don't have great respect uh, when the man speaks. And and But they did. They bought into it, and they've been much better since they went to the two tight end style. And don't you think it's a credit to Mahomes because, you know, for him to adjust his game and his approach to the game, you know, this guy is many consider could be the greatest quarterback of all time when it's said and done for him to basically say, all right, I got to do what's best for the team now so we can win. Because a lot of quarterbacks, you know, Dan Marino and Jimmy Johnson clashed because Dan Marino wanted to throw basically on every down. Jimmy wanted to run the ball. You know what I'm saying? So for Mahomes to kind of say, all right, coach, whatever it takes and I'll make you know, the big play when and if it's it's available and needed, that's a credit to him, no? Absolutely, and don't dare, don't you think, that Coach Reed set him down first and said, Patrick, here's what I think we need to do and got him to buy into it because if he don't buy into it because he is the absolute leader of that team, if he don't buy into it, it goes through that team so fast uh, but again, I think the respect that Patrick has for Andy Reid led him buy into that. Patrick wants to throw it, but mm-hmm. he also wants to win. And uh, he had to respect the thought. And I'm not sure he wasn't smart enough to see the thought. And I, I think what Andy said to him, we just don't have the wide receivers to be this wide open, right. throw it, throw it first, run it second type of offense. We don't have them. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, what, this is what I think's best with what we got. And um, it picked up Travis Kelsey. He started playing better. They started going back to him as the primary guy. Uh, but you can because you get – when you go two tight ends, John, and play coach here a minute, when you go two tight ends, you ain't going to have five, six DBs on the field. Right. So now he's back against a linebacker or a safety again as long as they're in normal down and distances. And and uh, so his game is picked back up again. And uh, right now they're both, Patrick and him, are playing the best they've played all year long. I mean, how about Patrick? He, he's gone through three playoff games. He has not got a turnover. Yep. Not, not one. I mean, I'm not sure he gets enough credit. I think I'm putting him up there, getting pretty close to putting him up there with Brady. I swear I do. He's – He's just one of those guys that finds ways to win. He's right? a winner. I was just going to say he's a winner, Coach. He's, he's just a winner. a winner. He finds ways to win, yep. and it's different he, every minute. He just figures it, it out like speed. Tom did, right? Yeah. He, he he is so cool in the pocket. There is nobody, including Brady, that is as cool as Patrick Mahomes in the pocket. Nothing faces that guy. And he can slide and take off running, or he can slide and throw one underneath a guy's hands, or I mean, I, I've not seen a cooler dude in the pocket than Patrick Mahomes. Everybody talks about quick release, all the different ways he can throw a ball, but I'm not sure his best trait is how he handles himself in that pocket. Hmm. It's a coach's view with Watson Brown here on Nashville Sports Radio. Coach, uh, on the other side, I felt horrible for Lamar, and 
you know, we've, we've been talking about the last couple of days. It just looked like Lamar was trying to prove a point rather than win the game. This is for the, this is, you know, to go to the Super Bowl. Do what you got to do. Use your legs. Go back to the old style. If this Todd Munkin, you know, drop back and read, you know, make your reads and, and deliver the ball, you know, type of offense isn't working. Do what you do, man. You're Lamar Jackson. You're that dude. I just, I, you know, it's one thing to lose the game, but I, I just felt like Lamar and that Ravens offense left so much on the table. Of course, you know, you had the fumble at the goal line. You had that stupid taunting penalty by the rookie Flowers there. But, man, it just, it just Lamar looked rattled in that game. What did you see? Yeah, I, I thought the whole team was. Uh, from start of the game, the, you saw the two calmness and the experience of the Chiefs and the disarray of the Ravens. They're, they played angry in that game. Their whole team played angry. And from the start when I watched them in warm-ups and the linebacker gets them together and everybody, they're yelling and they're screaming. And, yeah, that, you, you, you've got to have that, but you can't let that be the leader of what you're doing. And uh, all those penalties, they just played angry, stupid penalties, late hits, um, all kind of late hits. And and uh, they just didn't play with any poise whatsoever in the game. I agree with you. They wanted to will a win. They wanted to prove so bad. Um, and And when you go that far with your feelings and things start going against you, look out. And that's exactly what I thought happened. And and Lamar was part of that. Uh, he 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 played angry. You, he never looked. Po- you watch. You look in Patrick Mahomes' eyes through the whole game, and you never. You knew he had it. He had it under control. Right. And you look at Lamar's eyes through the game, and you never felt like he had it under control. So I thought the whole team played that way. I I I don't think that's Coach Harbaugh's fault. That's that's the leaders in the in the room. They just hadn't been there. And they've been talked about so many times, John. And they, I think they just all tired of it. And you just can't do that. You can't. You just can't. And then the play calling, the, the, the offensive coordinator was was right with it. He he had no patience in mm-hmm. the game. Yep. None. Zero. Everything was deep downfield throws. Yep. And so you're not helping. You're not helping Lamar at all. You're putting more heat on Lamar. And uh, give him. I always call him as a as a coordinator or a quarterback coach. Give my quarterback some friendly throws, man. Yeah. Give him some friendly throws. He had none in the game, other than a few little bubbles out there that they'd throw. Uh, never a short passes. Never uh, just never any timing passes. Everything's fake. Get deep and look deep. And he never checked balls down or whatever. Really jumpy the whole day in the pocket. Really jumpy. But but it was the the whole team was like that. So it wasn't just Lamar. It it was the team. They were not going to win that game. Yeah. They were not going to win that game. The the Chiefs were going to have to help them a bunch to win it. And to say the least, they didn't do that. Uh, of course, coach in the late game, everybody's talking about Dan Campbell's decision. Um, you know, you got a chance to go up seventeen points with a field goal. I get it. There's no guarantee he makes the field goal. They decide to go for it. They run a good play. Guy dropped the ball. I get it. But, man, you know, and I understand that's been Dan Campbell's M.O. all year. You know, we go for it. We're aggressive. But, man, this is to go to the Super Bowl, man. And you got a chance to go up three scores on the road. What did you make of Campbell's decisions uh, in the NFC Championship game, Coach? 
I think his bad decision was telling his team early in the year, we're going for everything. Okay. I just think that's when, because once you do that, and then all of a sudden in critical big times and you don't, now the team feels wishy-washiness. I looked in his eyes and I felt like he said, I got to do this because this is what I told my team all year long. Right. And, and I just thought the mistake was made early. Don't, in my opinion, and I, I've, I've lost a bunch of games and won games too. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not God here, but right. at the same time, just looking at it, I just, and looking back, what I can do sometimes, John, is think back about the mistakes I made and then try to pass them on to other, other people to not make the mistakes I made. And, I just don't think you can one-dimension anything at the start of a year. There's too many things that come up in a game, and lo and behold, God bless him, it came up in this game. You're sitting there, and, and analytics just has ruined a bunch of these coaches lately. Analytics don't know the situation in the game. You know, there's so many things you've got to decipher as a head coach. and and uh, But when – the they did a good job defensively and when San Francisco went down and got three and that's all. That was good. And now it's a fourteen point game. You go back down and you can put it right back to seventeen and you're getting toward late third quarter. Yep. And I, it just he's got to kick the field goal there. Yeah. He's just got to and but I, I don't think it was the decision he made right there. I think it's the decision he made way back in training camp when he told his kids, and you're sitting there, and you hadn't been worth a flip, and so he's trying to turn <laughs> them on. But but all of a sudden, they're good, and they're really good. And that I just think it caught him, and I felt like he felt like i got to do this because that's what I said I'm going to do. Coach, I'm up against the break. Can you hang for another segment? Be glad to. Oh, thank Be you so to. much. More with Watson Brown after this. At Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf, there's something that binds us all. The collective goal to transcend the ordinary. Introducing the new Callaway AI Smoke Driver. The new AI design club has multiple sweet spots across the face, making it an average of seven yards longer than the prior model. Visit us in-store for a free custom fitting at your local Edwin Watts Golf Shops or shop us online at WorldwideGolf.com. Get there. Bob's Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob's Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cuts from the traditional fillet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob's Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob's Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. 
The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I like putting parlay bets together, hammering the overs, and anytime player touchdown bets always have me on the edge of my seat. So if you're ready to do the same, visit FanDuel.com slash win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com slash win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus in President Kentucky. First online real money wager only $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. It's a Bill King show. Brad, when that news hit, how did you respond? What were your thoughts? I'm always thinking betting first, but from a historical aspect, you know, there used to be debate as far as who the greatest is. It Bear Bryant is it Nick Saban? To me, it's Nick Saban, and I'm not a guy that lives in the moment. I just think Nick Saban is the greatest college football coach of all time. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. We're the only adult in the room just graduated from college. We continue our conversation, A Coach's View with Watson Brown. Coach, thanks for hanging with us. Um, What did you make of the Brian Callahan hire with the Titans? You know, I feel like bringing in a young offensive guy is essential because your number one priority right now, if you're the Titans, is the continued development of Will Levis. Yeah, John, I think philosophically it's a perfect hire. Um, uh, I don't know him, so right. I can't say that part. But philosophically, you, I think they've we, we've really never had an offensive guy here as the head coach with the Titans. And and I think, um, I mean, a true, really good Yeah, I mean, Wisenhunt was here, but he was a disaster, so you don't even count him, right? No, I, I, and he wasn't. I don't know. I didn't think he was innovative like I see the Bengals. And the, he was good, but I just see some of these young guys, and I think he's he's learned under Zach Taylor. And and but I think he's going to be good. But I I don't want to go there because I just don't know him. But sure. They needed, I thought, an offensive guy, and they need to recruit to that. I call it recruit. Sign players to that, and they need to get going on offense. You can't. The NFL has totally become a quarterback deal, 100%. And and it, if you don't have that guy that can make a lot of plays and make the plays when they got to be made in critical times in games, you're not going very far. And uh, all of these teams that have been late in the playoffs have quarterbacks and really good ones. And so I just think they had to bring somebody in to coach this guy They've gone with him. He's the guy. Now, really, he's got to be the guy. He's got to be the guy. They can't miss on this one. Right. They can't. They can't. And so they brought in a quarterback guru, I think, because of what he did with Browning this year with the Bengals. Unbelievable to me. That guy played. I give him credit first, the kid. Sure. 
uh, but I give the coach too because this this guy played unbelievable as a backup quarterback. Nobody in the league had one play like this, in my opinion, other than maybe the Colts. Uh, so I think they philosophically hit it. Uh, I'm really anxious to see where he goes with staff the rest of the way through and see if he goes really young. Uh, it seems to be the going thing. I, I've never believed in that. Everybody, you know, all the, go young, go old, go experienced, go get the best dude you can get for right. your situation. Yeah. And don't care about that. But he is young. I think he's high thirties or something. Uh, so I'm, I'm just anxious to see if they can become exciting that fans go to the game because they're winning, but they also go to the game because they're fun to watch. Right. And, uh, with a new stadium coming to town and all that, I just think that philosophically they're headed in the right direction. Well, it's a legacy hire for, you know, both Rand Carthon and, and Amy Adams Strunk. Speaking yeah. of which, uh, the other big news coming out of, uh, Callahan coming in is the fact that Rand Carthon is now executive vice president and general manager. So he's in charge of the coaching staff. He's in charge of the roster. We have a clear organizational flow chart now, as opposed to what they tried to do with Carthon and Vrabel, which didn't work. And I didn't think was going to work from jump street. You know, we'll see how it works out. You know, is, is Brian Callahan going to be a great coach? I don't know. We'll find out is, you know, Rand Carthon going to be a great executive. I don't know. We'll find out. But I like the fact that Amy has decided, all right, you know, Coach Callahan is going to answer to Rand. Rand is going to answer to me. Good luck, guys. Go forward. What say you? Yeah, I 100% agree. It proved to all of us that Mike was let go because of the dissension or the the fight within him within the building. Mm -hmm. And uh, when you bring a guy in and you say it's kind of 50-50 and you all talk it out, Mike Vrabel is not the guy to have on the other side. <laughs> I'm telling you, Mike, Mike is strong, strong in his beliefs, yep. strong in what he wants to do. Uh, I love that about him. I think that's his best trait, to be very honest. And and uh, he ne he needs to give a little bit to that, and I think he knows that. I think he'd give a little more and be a little more open offensively than he's been. But he look at his record. I mean, he's proven to be a very solid football coach in the NFL. And so the only way I think that would have ever worked is if Carthon and the coach had kind of come up together. Yeah, They knew each other. They'd been in the same philosophical rooms together. Uh, but when you bring in a young guy, an inexperienced guy with a a tough, strong, older head coach, I don't see how they ever thought that would have worked. Yeah. I just don't. And uh, at least now there is a direction. I've talked to you, John, many times about it bothers me. I think the tough thing in the NFL is getting that GM and coach together. Right. And the good ones can do it, and the bad ones don't. And they keep changing and trying somebody else and trying somebody else. And and uh, so now there's a direction. Uh, it's obvious Callahan was willing to go that direction or he wouldn't have come in. And uh, so – I, I feel good about where it is right now. I do. I really do. And uh, and we lost a very good football coach. Mm -hmm. We lost a very good football coach. But sometimes situations just are created that, that it can't stay the way it is. How much pressure is on Rand now? Now that he's been given the, you know the new title and oh. and you know given 100%. more more responsibility. One hundred percent. It's a little different. I can tell you this. Uh, 
being an assistant football coach in my business in college, and then all of a sudden getting that head job, there is a tad of difference. And I can tell you for a fact, when I became a head coach at Austin P at 28 years old, and then went back to be an assistant um, at Vanderbilt, I was a much better assistant coach because I knew that I'd sit on the other side and I knew what that head coach had to do. And so you sit there and you say, what's he doing? Well, there's a reason he's doing it. You might not know it, but that ain't your job to know it anyway. (laughs) Well, I think that's where Rand Carthon is. Now it's his. And uh, he's got to take the bull by the horns and go with it. And I think he will. I've liked the way he's handled himself after this has been over. He's not a rah-rah guy. He don't get in there and pat his chest. Um, he handled the Mike Rabel thing first class, I thought. He didn't take any shots whatsoever at him. And uh, now go for it. And, and, and I think he's hired somebody that he and the boss have hired somebody that they think will go with the philosophy that they want to put out there. Coach, always a pleasure. Love talking with you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks, John. Good talk to you, buddy. All right. A coach's view with Watson Brown. We're back after this. The traditional first-year anniversary gift is paper. Yay! Envelopes. The traditional 10-year anniversary gift is tin or aluminum. Are there sardines in here? And the 20-year anniversary gift is the chance to win up to a million dollars. Now that's what I'm talking about. It's our anniversary, but we thought about what you'd want. The new 20th anniversary Jumbo Bucks Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage Nasal Care. Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. So Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-617-0239. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-617-0239. That's 800-617-0239. 
Tax relief advocates, real solutions for real people. And now NetPaint LLC is reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women who serve our U.S. military. Please visit DAV.org and consider donating to the disabled U.S. veterans who need our help. This message is brought to you by NetPaint LLC, serving Nashville and the surrounding areas for 10 years. For all your residential, commercial, interior, and exterior painting needs, give the pros a call today at 615-608-4548. 615-608-4548. That's NetPaint LLC. They're professionals who care. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. I said all day yesterday on the show that you don't hand a microphone to a guy when the season's over to address the crowd if he's coming back. No, he he's not coming back. He so we can back. stop saying if he doesn't come back. But today, now he really let me reiterate, <laughs> for sure, gone. Look forward to the ceremony. You can put that to bed. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The show with the callers the other shows won't let on the radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Yeah, let's try that again. Presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel and coming to you live from the Strike and Spare Family Fund Center studio. That's a little bit better. To the phones we go for the first time. Tony joins us. Tony! Good morning, guys, and good morning, John. Good morning, Tony! First of all, let me say this. UT, whatever they're coming after you, I'm on your side in this matter. You know, we talked about the NIL being wide open, wide open, and no one's doing nothing. How they go pick UT, I don't care what they've done, but don't tell me these other 75 Power 5 schools, 65 whatever it is, don't tell me all of them are not doing something. Especially Alabama player talking in the middle of the season to Iowa. Mm-hmm. Of the poaching goes on. So I'm on Tennessee. So yeah, that's that's basically what Don DePlomin is saying. It's like, why are you picking on us? Everybody else is, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. How did it come back to UT because of what they tried to settle last year? So, you know, I think it's a bunch of crap. And uh, I don't know. And that's coming from a Vandy fan. And mm-hmm. I really feel that way. And. Now, one thing I want to say, guys, I'm going to say this. I'm a long-time listener of this radio show. Go back to before either one of you two guys ever got there. Mm-hmm. I've been listening to Greg Pogue for decades. I understand what's transpired at WNSR, well aware of it. And I just want to say, Greg Pogue, thank you for everything you've done for the sports. You're an icon in Nashville. You're a Hall of Famer. I want to be on air telling all the listeners. I don't want to open the cup, the can of worms. Everybody says, "Where's Greg?" I just, I want to just simply say thank you and good luck in your endeavors because you have meant a lot to me on a lot of my morning drives to work and a lot of my morning drives around town after my retirement. And you've been a lot to a lot of people. And John Burton and uh, Patton, I am still a continued loyal listener and participant and will call you weekly almost daily. So I wanted to say that, guys. Wanted to say that. So thank you for letting me air that and put that out there. So just wanted to say that. All right. Guys, have a good day. Thanks for the call, Tony. See you, man. All right. Um, not much I can say to follow that. All I'll just say is uh, Greg's not here, and um, 
you know, we hope to have more information about that going forward. But, uh, you know, the, the official stance is Greg is not here. So there you go. But we appreciate you continuing your yeah, listenership. Yeah, so, so, you know, there yeah, there could be some changes in the offing here at WNSR. At the proper time, we will address that, and we will, you know, come clean with what's going on. But right now, we're not in a position to do that. That's all I'll say. And I'll just say, as far as Greg goes, Greg's not here. All right, hour number two coming up. Amy Bratton from The Predators is going to tell us about tonight's big Black History Month celebration tonight as the Preds take on the LA Kings and your phone calls as well. Stay with us. Preston, the heads of Discord, TikTok, X, Snap, and Meta all on Capitol Hill right now. Republican Senator Lindsey Graham going after Mark Zuckerberg at Instagram and Facebook right off the bat. Mr. Zuckerberg, you and the companies before us, I know you don't mean it to be so, but you have blood on your hands. You have a product. You have a product that's killing people. Some members of the Senate accuse the social media companies of not doing enough to stop children from being exploited on social media sites. Iran already threatening to decisively respond to any U.S. attack on it. President Biden linking Iran to the Islamic militant drone attack on a base in Jordan that left three U.S. service members dead. The U.S. says it will retaliate amid fears additional strikes could further inflame the region. Federal Reserve wrapping up its two-day meeting today, not expected to make any moves in regard to interest rates. This is ABC News. Give the star in your life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them. This is Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit starregistry.com, you can name a star for birthdays, weddings, or even memorials. Over 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities and individuals from around the world. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit starregistry.com or call 800-282-3333. Offer not valid in all states or prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came and we're maxed out. Maxed out cards. Rent is due. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. Maybe we should go to 27cash.com. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000 and cash can hit our bank account as soon as tomorrow. When you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. WNS. Do you ever feel like gambling is causing financial strain or hurting your relationships? The Gambling Clinic has been helping people who want to change their gambling habits for over two decades. With physical clinics and remote online appointments, we're here to help you make informed decisions about your gambling so it doesn't lead to a bigger problem. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com so we can work together to help you win your life back. 
This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Are you ready to rock, boys and girls? Behold. It's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you Welcome back to the Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Hour number two of our radio program. Inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. Presented by Omni Nashville Hotel. It's John Burton, Patton Cook with you on a Wednesday. Great to have you here. Coming up at 1025... We are going to hear from Amy Bratton, who is the Director of Diversity, Equality, and Inclusion with the Nashville Predators. Big night tonight for the Preds. They got the Kings in town for a big game, and obviously the Preds need to start stringing some wins together to stay in this uh, race uh, in in the Western Conference for a playoff spot. But also, uh, they're going to celebrate Black History Month. It's Black History Night tonight uh, for the Predators, and she's going to... Tell us about all the great activities going on uh, tonight. Uh, she is a big part of the Guider Initiative with the Nashville Predators, uh, of which I am a board member, a proud board member, um, to promote diversity, equality, et cetera, et cetera. So Amy Bratton will join us. Really looking forward to talking with her. Patton, kind of recapping what we started the show with, just when you thought it was safe, to like Tennessee football again. The NCAA steps in and says, ah, 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 you guys might be doing something wrong here. Uh, under investigation for some possible rules violations involving NIL, particularly uh, their five-star quarterback and Citrus Bowl MVP, Nico Iamaliava. Yes, uh, something that came out this morning, they have uh, the state of Tennessee has filed an antitrust lawsuit in response to this. 
the governor has responded uh, to this, uh, <laughs> the state of Tennessee governor, I, I should add. Mm-hmm. So this is, uh, this is not going away no matter what happens, no matter what ruling happens here. And no matter how you look at it, either the NCAA is going to be very powerful again, or are they going to be nothing? I, I don't think there's going to be a middle ground here because I think what the final decision of this case ends up happening is going to be basically the kind of the rule book moving forward, uh, no matter what happens. So I, I'm interested to see what happens. I don't really have a side either way. Now, now if Tennessee got a, a show cause for the next five years, would I laugh my head off uncontrollably? <laughs> Absolutely. Why, why wouldn't I? I'm right. kidding. But so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a neutral in this one. I, I'm not going to let my Tennessee hate get in the way of this. Um, but all in all, I, I think this is pretty ridiculous. Yeah, from, and Dottie Plowman basically said as much. You know, she's basically saying this is this is ridiculous. You're going to ding us when other schools are probably doing it too. Like, why are you picking on us? And I kind of don't blame her because you know they're just coming off this NCAA ruling this past summer. You know, they were charged with 18 level one violations and fined a record eight million dollars. And if you're Dottie Plowman. You got to be, if, you know, the chancellor of the University of Tennessee. You got to be thinking, what, what now? Are you serious? You know, because this NIL and 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 you know, we've talked about it a lot ad nauseum on this show. You know, the schools don't control the money that goes to the players. It's a collective that is a, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? A satellite, I guess, of the school, right? Well, and and you wonder if maybe if this is a power play from the NCAA to bring forth a model that would benefit them a little bit more uh, because uh, a couple months ago, Charlie Baker, the president of the NCAA brought forth a plan basically that would give the schools all the power and all the money, but it would have to be equally uh, distributed throughout all the sports uh, effectively. You wouldn't be able to just pay football and the uh, women's softball team would, it would be left still getting the good old scholarships and a pat on the back. So I, I, I wonder if that's in play here, but I think it's bold from the NCAA t- to do this, not only just to Tennessee, but to just do it at all, quite frankly, because I'm not sure they have much of a, a case at all moving forward. And we've already seen uh, the state of Tennessee, not only the Vols, but uh, the whole state right now is going forward, and they're they're going to the courts and to the Supreme Court and yeah. uh, having this ruled. I think the hope is the NCAA basically says, all right, well, we'll back off, but we're watching you. Right. You know, it's the Spire Sports Group that handles the collective for the University of Tennessee. And apparently, you know, this is stemming from the agreement they made with Nico Iamaliava. He was a five-star recruit, quarterback. You know, we saw him in the Citrus Bowl when they beat Iowa. He was, I believe, he's the MVP of the game, right? Yep. Ran for a couple touchdowns. I mean, played really well. And so, according to the NCAA, there was some... You know, some shenanigans going on with that. but uh, And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, and I'm going to look this up a little bit in just a second, but I believe the protocol, you have to be committed to a university before you can start talking to collectives. So you wonder, that deal was made pretty quickly after the commitment was brought up, so you can put two and two together. But then again... It's not but every, just, but ten, come not on, Tennessee's not the only one. Let's doing keep this. it real. Everybody's Absolutely. doing that. Tennessee, you know, and I listen. I, I I like to pick on the Vol honks a lot. You know, I work with Brian McKeegan, who's a big Vol honk, and I always I always like to pick on him. But you know, I wouldn't blame a Tennessee supporter, fan, administrator, whatever, 
from feeling a little bit like, are are you y'all just picking on us? You know, are you just mad that we were able to land a five star quarterback recruit? You know what what do you have against us? Are you you know are you you know are you sign you know are you uh, picking on us in particular? Right, right. I mean, so who knows? Attorney, I'm reading from the ESPN report here by Pete Thamel. Attorney Tom Mars on Tuesday released a statement on behalf of the Spire Sports Group saying that an agreement with quarterback Nico Iamaliava, quote, was fully consistent with then existing NCAA, NCAA NIL guidelines. Now, that's a key point there. Have they since changed those guidelines? And did they go back retroactively and say, well, this is in place now. You did this back then, so you're in violation. Right. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. You can't do that. No. No uh, chance. Had nothing to do with the recruiting of Nico to the University of Tennessee or any other school, end quote. And Dondi Plowman just, like, lost her you-know-what, uh, sending emails to all involved, saying basically saying this is ridiculous. So we'll see how this turns out. I mean, no formal violations have been sanctioned as of yet. But you wonder where this will go, and it looks like Tennessee is ready to, ready to uh, fight this thing tooth and nail. And... Right on cue. Here come the Vol Honks. Kevin in Mule Town. Good morning, Kevin Muley. Hey, uh, you know I'm sure my opinion doesn't matter. Of I'm course it does. Honk. I'm kidding. You know I like to pick on you guys. What's up? You know I'm just looking <laughs> through orange colored glasses. But, uh, I just want to point out a few things. Go ahead. All right. Go ahead. You, Floor is you yours, really Muley. Need to, kind of, need to kind of pay attention to what's going on here and uh, do a little homework. And I'm, I'm not. I'm not talking about you, John. I'm no, not I talking about you yeah. know. The, the whole situation here is, uh, but I think it's kind of ironic. Uh, just back in July, the NCAA came out and said how exemplary Tennessee was, how the university, you know, set the example on how to act and how to respond to an investigation. And now we're going full scorched earth on them, and it's going to be ironic how we're the ones that's going to take them down. And, uh, and another thing, I mean, a lot of this comes to, you know, Nico committed – in 2022, mm-hmm. in March, mm-hmm. in May of 2022, the NCAA, uh, they finally had some rules in place with this NIL stuff. They, they introduced the NIL stuff, but they finally, uh, you know, made some more official rules, and they said they were going to retroactivate any penalties. So that doesn't make any sense You can't do that. Telling me, you can't do that, well, Kevin. So you're telling me, uh, just hypothetically here. Yeah. You, you you can say uh, you're allowed to sell moonshine. Right. And I'm selling moonshine. And then a year later says you're not allowed to sell moonshine. But if you sold moonshine a year ago, you're in trouble. That's exactly you what it is. You can't retroactively do that. And that's a, that's what uh, Don Day's talking about. That's mm-hmm. some of the rules that it's just, it's just crazy. So I think Tennessee has a hell of a case here. And it's obvious because we're going <laughs> – they're going all in when you got the state involved. And another thing, California has the laws involved. Tennessee has laws involved for NIL for high school students. So, I mean, NCAA has stepped in it, man. They 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 created this system that they don't know how to police. And Kevin, I think I think know, I think Patton put it best. I think it's their last shot at uh, relevancy. You know, <laughs> they're about to leave the yeah. island of rel- relevancy. They're getting on a boat and they're trying to make one 
it's kind of like Survivor. You know, you're trying to make one one last chance to say that, hey, we're the NCAA, we have power here. But it it, it looks kind of flimsy on on the surface. Well, mark my words, Johnny. Mark my words. You know, Virginia has uh, included themselves in this lawsuit. Tennessee. It's going to be other states starting uh, joining in. Mark my words. And the NCAA is in. They they already have so many lawsuits out there. They yep. can't afford anymore. I mean, they don't. <laughs> it's 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 uh. We're seeing the NCAA burn down right in front of our eyes. Well, it all started a few years <laughs> ago. And, and uh, by the way, South Carolina outplayed Tennessee last night. They did. Tennessee missed so many bunnies. I mean, they missed twelve just under the basket layups. They missed free throws. Yep. Came back to bite them. Mm-hmm. But uh, credit South Carolina because they 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 played they played better. So. Didn't it feel like Muley that? Thanks, thanks, uh, uh, Muley. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, it just kind of felt like they depended too much on Connect to bail them out. You're and he's right. They missed a lot of shots, a lot of easy shots, free throws, wide open looks. I just think they're going through a midseason lull right now. Yeah. It's, a long, it's a long season. They're grinding. The SEC is a grind, night in and night out. There are no nights off in the SEC. I mean, they're not a team that was going to go undefeated. I mean, they'd lost games before SEC play. It's just kind yeah. of one of those. First home where, loss, though. Exactly. That is true. But it's just at kind of a time in the season where you've been through it. You've been through a lot of tough games, had a lot of close wins. That win against Vanderbilt, even though the score didn't suggest it. I mean, it took every bit of them to mm-hmm. get out of Memorial with a win. So they're going to be all right. But what you can't happen is have two losses turn into four and then you know, so on and so forth. But right. they'll, they'll get back on the snide. All right, let's go back to the phones. Dana Dana. Never going to let you fade away, away. Had to join in on that one. Morning, Dane. John, you, uh, you're a hell of a backup singer. Thanks, man. <laughs> I appreciate you. But anyway, uh, yeah, let me let me pick up on what Mulehead said. As I sit here in my Tennessee ball cap and my sweatshirt, and I've got a Tennessee T-shirt on, so I I look through orange colored glasses. Too. We do. Look here. That's why I love look the ball honks, man. <laughs> I, uh, I I I read Don Day's letter yesterday. Yeah. Okay. She has drawn a line in the sand, and I'm I'm in full agreement with Kevin that more uh, more states are going to join in. Uh, and let me let me ask you this: I, I, this might be a a little bit longer phone call than what I usually do, but I got that's fine. We got time. Go ahead. Okay. So so what whatever happened with the North uh, North Carolina basketball uh, thing? Refresh my memory. Did they catch those? Did they catch those guys plagiarizing papers and they've and they've never done anything? Help me out on that. Yeah, they, that was a never, while ago. Never, I think uh, that was the crux that, right? of. I think that was the crux of it, if I remember correctly. We can okay. try to look that up, but uh, that's so, so that was the crux looked, of it. They've looked the other way all this time on that because that's one of their blue blood chosen right. programs, you know, right. whatever. Right. Okay. So, so it, uh, it 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 looks to me like uh, they they've identified and, and it's been said that Tennessee's low hanging fruit and all this kind of stuff. Well, they wanted NFL light, and they got it. And now, now it appears that they want to put the toothpaste back in the tube. Mm-hmm. And we're the twelve-team playoff is all set, and all that stuff. I mean, I, I I don't know what they're trying to pull here, do y'all? Dane, I mean, you know, why do you think you know a Nick Saban who has plenty of energy and 
you know, could coach another 10 years if he wanted to, said, I'm out. Why do you think Harbaugh's like, hey, I won my I won my natty, I'm out. They don't want to be involved in this stuff anymore. It's getting too Well, they well, the 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 all the other schools and stuff, uh they need to they need to to, to make another governing body and just and yep. just X the NCAA out because because it's just you know, you know, this crap. Well the Supreme I mean, Court basically, you know, they, they, they ruled unanimously against them. They got dunked yeah, on in, in Supreme right. Court. They, 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 that they, that was the beginning of the end. Paid. Yes. Yeah, they can. And so, so what do they? What 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 is the rub? He 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 rode. He flew to Knoxville on a private plane rather than the state jet. What is? What what is their? What's their rub, man? Yeah. I don't know. It just I mean, feels, it just feels like sour I mean, grapes by just, the NCAA. Uh, like you, you know, know, if they, we're gonna they, go down, we're gonna go down swinging. You know, it's and weird. Then, you know, and somebody I was listening to Feinbaum yesterday, and somebody on there they they and the guy made a good point. Uh, we need we need to make a legal. We need to they need to start a legal defense fund against the NCAA, man. And and let's and you know let's let John Q. Public get on, in on this and let's let's fight it tooth and nail and see who's right and wrong because because I guarantee you the way they've set it up, uh, we're going to be the ones that are right. They're the ones that wanted it to be NFL life, the cost mm-hmm. of scholarship and and uh, 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 lodging and shelter and all the other stuff that students get. That wasn't enough, you know. Yep. They they had to go with the Stephen A. Smith uh, daily outrage on it and <laughs> all that kind of stuff, and they got it. Yeah. You know, they, you know what I'm talking about, John? Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, they got it. They wanted. They wanted. They wanted it to be closer to the NFL model, which is what it is, and it will be that with the twelve team playoff now. Yep. And 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 then and then you want to go back and pick on Tennessee and put the toothpaste back in the tube? Uh, no, man, it, that it ain't going to work. Yeah, something stinks uh, about this I whole thing, Dave. You're right. Their chops, Virginia, whoever else. Yeah. Bring it on, man. And Bring it looks it like on. it looks like you know everybody's got Tennessee's back in this situation, and the the entire state is willing to to have their back. So yeah, I. You know, I, well, I just, not to not to pr- not to promote another sports talk, but just because I happened to be listening to Feinbaum yesterday, yeah. but I couldn't believe the amount of Alabama people that came out and said and uh, were they sided with Tennessee and stuff like that. Huh? I couldn't I couldn't believe it. Well, you know, I, they, they they know what's up in Alabama. Come on. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, the the thing about it is, is they couldn't. They, they they didn't like the system as it was, like where the the alumni uh, guy slips you slips you an envelope with a hundred dollar mm-hmm. bill in it or something. Mm-hmm. They they couldn't they did they didn't like that system. That's been going on since football started. Mm-hmm. You know that that wasn't good enough. So now they got it up here and it, and it's uh, you know you've got you've got agents when the guys are still in high school and all this kind of stuff. And and and, and now you want to come back and tinker with it because. Uh, you, you know, uh, uh, for, for me, as close as this happened to NIL, why, why didn't they just let uh, uh, Pruitt pass and the cash out and the McDonald's back go that close to the, Yeah. Uh, you know, I and mean, don't forget, Tennessee saying. self-reported these violations. So, you know, they were supposed to be in good stead with the NCAA. And they, you know. Well, and, I mean, Plowman was. She's been praised widely for the way. Yep, exactly. By the, the NCAA, right? And all that kind of stuff. 
And I, I don't I don't blame her for coming out and saying what she said yesterday. I don't blame her at all, man. I really yeah, you I know, agree. She, Dane she hate to do this, but gotta they, run. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Dane. I pre- uh, Dane, I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Say hi to Mrs. Dane for us. Didn't mean to cut him off there. But we're up against the break, and we've got Amy Bratton from the Nashville Predators joining us next to talk about tonight's big black history celebration at Bridgestone Arena as the Predators take on the LA Kings. Back in a flash. And now for today's winning cash three and cash four numbers from the Tennessee Lottery. The first number is the number you just thought of. The second number is the number you would have picked. The third number is the day of your wedding anniversary. And the fourth number They're only lucky numbers if you decide to play them. Cash three and cash four only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. We all make resolutions this time of year, and let's face it, most of them won't stick. But here's one that's not only easy to keep, but will help you feel healthier all year long. Navage. Navage provides quick, drug-free nasal relief by washing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. This time of year, when everyone is sick, Navage helps by sucking out germs, bacteria, and viruses trapped in our noses that cause us to feel miserable. And come allergy season, it does the same with dust, pollen, and other allergens. And unlike medications that can take time to help, if they're effective at all, Navage helps treat congestion symptoms in seconds flat, without drugs. This New Year's resolve to use drug-free Navage to help you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. Ask for Navage at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at Navage.com. Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose. Healthy life. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skate, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. The TSU men's basketball squad came through a challenging non-conference schedule with a winning record and now turned their attention to Ohio Valley Conference play. The Tigers kicked off a run of 18 league games over a nine-week period through February, leading the OVC Championships part 6th to the ninth at the Ford Center in Evansville. And part of that, nine league home games at the Gentry Center. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson and me on all the games this season right here on National Sports Radio. 
The show played on a loop at Guantanamo Bay. The Greg Pogan, John Burton Show. Presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Coming to you live from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. Big night for the Nashville Predators tonight. They take on the LA Kings. Note the start time, by the way. A 6.30 start. And uh, it is a uh, very special night as the Predators will celebrate Black History Month as uh, we roll from January into February. And uh, here to join us is Amy Bratton, the Nashville Predators Director of Diversity, Equality, and Inclusion. Amy, off the bat, it it didn't it didn't register with me. You're Brooks, uh, you're Brooks's wife, right? That's right. I am my proudest title. <laughs> I've known Brooks forever, going back to my days in uh, in in Pittsburgh when he was, I believe, at RMU, Robert Morris University, right? Is that That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Well, it's great to have you on the show, Amy. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to chat with y'all. Absolutely. Well, obviously, it's a big night, um, you know, and and for the Preds celebrating Black History Month, all kinds of uh, activities planned. What do we got going on tonight at uh, the arena? Yes. Yes, we're we're super excited. Um, we got all of our staff in in matching T-shirts and and really excited to kick things off tonight. Thanks for noting the early start time. That's definitely key. But uh, we're going to kick things off with a battle of the bands on the plaza at 4:30 p.m. So we've got Maplewood, Stratford, and White's Creek High Schools that are going to battle it out to be named. Uh, one of them will be named Smashville's first ever Golden Band. So that'll be a great way to kick off the entertainment tonight. Um, we've got lanyard giveaway for the first 5,000 fans. We've got the Nashville Black Market um, featuring vendors on our concourse, which will be really cool um, to see what they have in store. And then we'll have in-game entertainment from local HBCUs. We've got the Aristocrat Bands from TSU and the Fellas Jazz Band, um, and then in-game recognition for all of those schools. So Tennessee State, Fisk, American Baptist, and Meharry will all have representation tonight. Uh, which is really exciting. So we're glad to have everybody um, and ready for a great night and kicking off Black History Month. Yeah, and uh, this is all part, of course, uh, the NHL and the Predators uh, Hockey is for Everyone initiative, as well as the Predators Guider uh, initiative uh, for uh, diversity and social justice. And uh, I'm a proud member of that board, and uh, it's great to be a part of that. Um, why, Why is it so important for you know, the Nashville Predators, an organization that's been synonymous with community involvement since their inception to get involved with something like Black History Month? Yeah, I mean, we we want our fan base to look like our community. Music City has diversity. They've got wide range of talent, not just country music. And we want to make sure that Smashville is intentionally a place for everyone. People feel welcome. People feel celebrated. And our guider platform is really a commitment to making sure that we are intentionally welcoming people in, that we're celebrating all aspects of the community um, and that we're doing, putting the work in. So there's more to be done, but we're really proud of um, how far we've come in the sport of hockey, just being predominantly male, predominantly white. So we're, uh, we're really pressing towards um, an inclusive space and trying to be leaders in this area. So uh, really glad to keep, keep guider moving where our commitment is to use our reach um, relationships and resources. Uh, to better the community, to fight social injustice, and uh, to really create lasting change. So our guider board has been working really hard to make nights like this happen, um, to represent our employees who are part of these minority communities, um, and really make sure that we're leaders in Nashville and in Music City um, in this space. So we're really glad to have so many folks join us for this night and support us along the way. 
Amy Bratton is our guest from the Nashville Predators. And, uh, yeah, I remember a few years ago um, when the NHL brought the uh, the caravans around around uh, Black History Month time. I got to meet and interview uh, Willie O'Ree, who was uh, recognized mm-hmm. as the first uh, black uh, player in NHL history, uh, Canadian guy, and kind of the Jackie Robinson of the NHL. So uh, the league has really done, you know, not just the Predators, but the league has really made great strides in, like you said, making hockey a uh, a fun sport that you know people can enjoy no matter what background you come from. Yep, absolutely. We've got our four uh, pillars as part of GUIDER that help kind of keep us on track to meeting our goals. So GUIDER is an acronym that stands for Growth, Understanding, Inclusion, Diversity, Equality, and Representation. We love a good acronym in Smashville. Oh, yeah. Um, but under GUIDER is our four pillars. So we're looking to make sure that we're we are creating change and actively involved 365 days a year with diversity and inclusion in our sports, in our front office, with our fans, and in the community. So that has really helped to guide us through. Um, and, and, yes, we're, we're proud to partner with the league to make sure that hockey is for everyone, to continue that message, and, and put in the work to make it a reality for our, for our city and, and for our hockey town. And not to mention, you know, the boys need a win tonight coming off a tough overtime loss in, uh, in Ottawa a couple nights ago. All-star break coming up here, and they're right in the thick of things uh, for the uh, for the playoffs. It's been really exciting, you know, seeing Barry Trotz come back in as general manager and Andrew Brunette bringing the new style as head coach. And uh, this team's been fun to watch, and, you know, they're, they're right there, you know, in that chase pack for one of the wild-card playoff spots in the West. So it's a big game, um, you know, not only a special night, but a big game for the boys. Absolutely. And, you know, coming home after that long road trip, too, is hopefully this will be the homecoming that they really needed, you know, being away from their families for, you know, a week or so and uh, finally getting back in Smashville, having so much entertainment, so much excitement um, around this night. I hope that that will really um, I, I mean, they've told in interviews even themselves, you know, that the Smashville energy really matters. It really means something. Fans mean something to them. Um, and that's what we're inviting people into is that is that relationship, is that fun, is that joy, is that escape from, uh, you know, the stress of life and, and yeah. come be with your family and friends and, and really have a good time in Smashville. So hopefully on the ice and in the stands, everyone will have just a really great time. What uh, what what other events do you have uh, coming up uh, through Guider, Amy? Yes. So coming up uh, after the All-Star break, we've got our API night, Asian and Pacific Islanders. So that'll be February 10th. Um, and that will be another night um, that we, this is the first time for API that we will have a jersey available for auction and a t-shirt ticket package. So that's something that's been consist, uh, started to be a, a consistency for our organization. It's a way for our creative services to work with local digital artists to mm-hmm. help collaborate on a logo. Uh, we sell the t-shirts as a ticket package and then auction off the jerseys. So that will be the same case for tonight. I, I can't, I can't pass that up to, to mention our Black History Celebration jerseys are Preds graphic designer Tayshawn Hassel and TSU professor Kalina Sales um, collaborated on our Black History logo. The players, some players will wear it in tonight. Other players will be in their T-shirts. We'll have fans who purchase T-shirts in advance. Preds Foundation will auction off those jerseys um, and give a portion of those proceeds back to uh, minority nonprofits um, just as that intentional effort to keep keep growing and keep grinding to make Smashville an inclusive place. So thanks Tayshawn and Kalina for making a, a dynamic uh, logo for tonight. Uh, we've got uh, Drew Nagunian from the API community who is also um, going to, he decorated or he created that logo as well, excuse me. Um, and he 
So we'll have that for API night, February 10th. So more ticket packages, more t-shirts, more auction, February 10th. We've got our women in business night coming up February 29th, uh, ahead of gender equality month. Um, the league recognizes women's history month. So we're excited to celebrate that, um, with our staff as well. And then it'll be here before we know it, but pride night, April 9th. So we got some big initiatives coming up, hoping the community will rally around it and join us for some fun. Can you save me a t-shirt, Amy? You know what? I absolutely can. I'm happy to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Only because you're Brooks's friend. <laughs> <laughs> Brooks is my guy, man. He's he's the best. Well, Amy, I can't thank you enough for coming on. And like I said, it it, it is an honor for me to be a part of Guider. I was asked to do it a few years ago by the Predators, and uh, I'm happy to be a part of it. And, uh, you know, every anything you guys need from me, uh, don't hesitate to ask, and uh, you know I'm going to make it a point to be a lot more involved in the Guider Initiative through the Nashville Predators. It's an honor to be a part of it, and it's an honor to have you on with us today. No, thank you so much. I appreciate your time letting us share what was going on tonight. We're super excited, and and you know what, partners like you are what what keep us moving forward. It's that accountability, it's that community connection. So thank you for everything you've done to help get us to this point and help us to continue on. We really appreciate it. So Absolutely, more where that came from. Have a great day, Amy. All right, thanks. You too. Bye. All right, there she goes. Amy Bratton, the Predators Director of Diversity, Equality, and Inclusion. And, of course, uh, the Guider Initiative through the Nashville Predators. Again, happy to be a board member of that. So it's the uh, Predators and Kings tonight, 6.30 start. Note the special start time, and they're going to celebrate Black History Month. You heard her mention the Battle of the Bands. The TSU aristocrat uh, bands are going to be performing tonight. So it should be a fun, festive atmosphere, uh, the special event t-shirts and jerseys are going to be available so it's going to be a lot of fun and you know like we said Patton, you know not only that you know we're heading into the all-star break the boys uh the boys need a win they yeah. let they wouldn't they let once two points slip away the other night against ottawa they could use a win tonight over the kings important night on both on and off <laughs> yeah. the ice uh <laughs> for sure and I, I gotta say the preds do a great job we, we talked about all the uh, inclusion they do i mean they had an austin p night uh, a couple year a couple months ago i went to that got a preds austin p had to be yeah. uh, they, they do a great they, they've job they've done that for middle tennessee state yep. they've done that for vanderbilt they've done it for you know every Very cool yeah everybody so uh should be a fun and festive night why don't we break early we'll come back and uh you and i'll talk a little nba and some other fun stuff stay with us here on nashville sports radio and now, Keep It Clean Tree Service is reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women who serve in our U.S. military. Please visit USO.org and locate Military Care Package to see how you could make a difference today. This message is brought to you by Keep It Clean Tree Service. For tree trimming, tree removal, stump removal, grinding, and site management, beautify your property with Keep It Clean Tree Service. Give the pros a call today at 615-480-0029, 615-480-0029, or visit KeepItCleanSolutions.com. That's Keep It Clean Tree Service, proudly saluting our troops and veterans. They're professionals who care. Step through the doorway and immerse yourself in a state of total serenity. Welcome to Mokara Spa. Massage therapy, facials, body treatments, and more. Or try one of our signature services. These customizable services combine proven techniques with the latest spa supplements to help relax the body, restore the mind, and soothe the senses. Downtown now has a destination for you to do good things for yourself. A gift certificate to Mokara is the perfect present for the loved one in your life. Surprise someone with a trip to Mokara Spa. More information at 761-3600. Complimentary valet parking. 
why not treat you and your loved one to a couple's retreat at Mokara? Call to arrange your gift certificates for Valentine's Day. Or simply take five minutes, leave your car with the valet, and stop in. Located at 255th Avenue South, inside the Omni Nashville Hotel. Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it, the price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over 10 years and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. Get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5 and the Greg Bogan John Burton Show. And I'm former All-Pro linebacker for the Tennessee Titans, also known as Mr. Monday Night, Keith Bullock. And I'm Patton Cook. We're inviting you to join us every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 for What's Good with KB and JB, the podcast show. All live on Nashville Sports Radio and all streaming platforms. We talk Titans, we talk SEC football, we talk NBA, we talk everything, and we also get a little petty from time to time. Make sure you join us. The show with the callers the other shows won't let on the radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Back with you on Nashville Sports Radio. John Burton, Patton Cook inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. Presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Great to talk with Amy Bratton from uh, the Nashville Predators about uh, Black History Month tonight. Preds hosting the L.A. Kings. Again, special start time, 6.30 start time tonight. So um, mark that down if you're heading down to the arena or you're planning to sit and watch on the television. Meanwhile, NBA, my wonderful New York Knickerbockers, keep winning, Patton. Another win last night over the Jazz. No OG Ananobi. Yes. Yeah. Oh, no Julius Randle, both out, but Jalen Brunson just keeps rolling along. Dante DiVincenzo with a big game. Um, they're starting to believe in New York, man. You know, this, New York sports fans are very cynical. We always wait for the other shoe to drop. But I look at it now, I would not be surprised if the Knicks made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. I wouldn't be surprised if they could win two rounds in the playoffs. I'm sure as a Cavs fan, you got to be feeling it that way too with how well they played with their stars injured, and now they're working their way back. But, you know, say what you want, man, but this Knicks team is legit, bro. Yeah, I think both of our teams are 
think we're cautiously optimistic yeah. that they're going well. Uh, I, like you, am, am waiting for a hammer over the side of my head of some sorts, whether that's another injury or whether that's a, a couple game losing streak. Yeah, I'm compared to the beginning of the season, kind of how I am with uh, with the Cavaliers. I feel pretty good. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know uh, another way to say it other than that. So we'll see. It's uh, still the All Star break is yet to hit. So I am cautiously kind of walking on eggshells a- as we are. But I'm interested to see how the Cavaliers handle the the deadline. Not necessarily a a trade away of a Donovan Mitchell or, right. or a Darius Garland, but. I, I think well, they'll be looking to add. Right? I think so, I, and what what that can be, they're pretty tied up contract wise. Max Struess, I think, has been a great addition. Mm-hmm. Uh, Played great for the Heat last year, and their run to the finals has been a, exactly what they needed. Somebody to just stand in the corner and mm-hmm. hit threes when you pass it to <laughs> right. him. He's done right. that. He's really been uh, pretty good off the dribble as well. So I, I've enjoyed this NBA season. It's been uh, up and down. I know. Regular season NBA talk in January isn't exactly what everybody, uh, not everybody's watching the NBA. I'm not uh, drawn to that yeah. fact, but I, I've enjoyed the talent on the floor for just about everybody. I, the storylines have been very good this year. Yeah. As for the Knicks, you know, there's, you know, maybe uh, there's talk of maybe adding a, a Nick Lowry as a guy that can be a yeah. playmaker when Jalen Brunson goes, goes to the bench or, or, or needs, needs a blow. Um, you know, they're hoping to get Mitchell Robinson back. They will get Julius Randle back. And I think they're going to be in a position to add as well. But in order to add, you got to give up something, right? So <laughs> it's just going to be interesting to see. And uh, what do you make of the Lakers? Because they lost again last night. LeBron is clearly frustrated. And, you know, he asked, they, he was asked, you know, what's your message for the team? He's like, I don't have a message for the team. You know, do your job. And then the PR person kind of came in and said, thanks, guys. And LeBron actually said, you know, that's probably a good thing because he he was on the verge of saying something he didn't want to say. And I guess on Twitter, he put an image of an hourglass, and that's all it was, nothing to that. Now, is that saying, hey, my time is, you know, is that a message to his GM, Rob Palenka? You know, time's running out. You need to do something. Or maybe my time is running out. I, bold I, prediction. Okay. I've made bold predictions on this show before. You've been I, right. I was the one that said months ago yes. that Mike Vrabel would not be the head coach of the Tennessee Titans in 2024. That proved to be true. Had no information on it, just a gut feeling. Gut feeling LeBron retires after this year. I know he wants to play with his son, Bronny, but I think... That ain't happening, I don't by think, the way. Yeah, uh, yeah. Exactly. I love Bronny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. not to kill the kid here, but yeah, he's G League level yeah. at the moment. But he's a freshman, so who knows? Right, he could. You know, he's he's got. Plenty God of, forbid he had a heart attack. I know, I, mean, I know. He, you know, thank thank God he's able right. to play basketball at all, at any level. Yep. But I don't know. Feels like LeBron's getting a little frustrated. You know, that thing with Dylan Brooks the other night. You yep. know, and I think he's just like, <laughs> I don't need this, bro. I'm a billionaire. Getting punked by Dylan Brooks. Right. I got four titles. I got four MVPs. You know, I'm a Mount Rushmore guy. You know, what else, you know, do I need to catch Jordan and, you know, win six or even catch Kobe and win five? I'd like to, but, you know, all in all, I'd say he's had a pretty good career, despite what a lot of naysayers will say. So 
we'll see what happens with the Lakers going forward. They're a game under 500, and when you have LeBron James and, and Anthony Davis on your team, you should not be a game below 500 no, I, this late in the season. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm uh, not to put it into many words. I'm disgusted by the Lakers, quite yeah. frankly. I, I just think when you've got a guy at LeBron's age putting up the stats that he is playing the logging the minutes that he's logging, and and you're not winning games. I yeah. mean, it's it's pretty disgraceful, and I. Some of it, to me, is on LeBron. Uh, you sure. asked for it. Uh, you sure. went to L.A. when that situation was mm -hmm. no good. Mm -hmm. I, I agree with you, not necessarily retirement, but I, I think the L.A. experiment, I, I think it's getting pretty old. So maybe maybe he leaves L.A., goes somewhere else. I, I would think so, but then again, I don't know where. he going to go, back exactly, to Cleveland? Exactly. So I don't know where he You'd would You'd take go. him, wouldn't you? Absolutely, I would. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's go to the phones. Kenny the Mailman joins us. Hi, Kenny. How are you doing? Well, well, doing better than your phone. Give us a call back. <laughs> sounded like a robot or something. <laughs> I was all excited to talk to Kenny the Mailman. Call us back, Kenny, please. Um, yeah, maybe you know you're right. You know, I you know how I defend LeBron. I'm the biggest LeBron apologist you'll ever find. But part of this is on him. This is what you wanted. Now yep. you did get a title, but it was a COVID bubble title. So. Eh. <laughs> You know, it's a, a title's a title. I'm not taking yep. it away. I, trust me, there'll be plenty of people that will take that title away from him. I'm not one of those people. Right. But it was a it was a bubble COVID title, and like you said, bro, this is what you wanted. You know, well, you wanted the, you wanted to go to Los Angeles in the Russell Westbrook experiment. Oh, he tried to play. I don't know that that might be LeBron's dumbest move ever yep. because that was him written all over it. Right, and I think the hand picking. How could he have possibly thought that that would have worked? Right. With Russell West, and I just think the handpicking of Anthony Davis was a mistake. I, I, the talent is there, but he's not a winner. Yeah. He's, I think he's soft and he's injury prone. Yeah. So, all right, we're gonna go back to the phones here. See if we can get Kenny the Mailman back up and running. Don't forget, uh, Jim Rome follows us at the top of the hour, and uh, the McFarlands obviously from two to four. Is Kenny back with us? Hi, Kenny. Hey, any better, John? Much better. How you doing, pal? Hey, I'm trying to get this phone dried out from where I got soaked the other day. There's <laughs> a lot of rain. Occupational hazard. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> trying to turn it in for insurance purposes. <laughs> hey, I need to call and tell everyone, please, please, please listen to John's show on Saturday. It's informative, it's fun, it's entertaining. John, you taught me something this past Saturday. Oh, you're talking about the uh, podcast show, the What's Good with KB and JB podcast show produced by Pat and Absolutely. Cook. Absolutely. Yeah. We had a discussion on the world's greatest athlete last Saturday, and you yeah. changed my mind. <laughs> you know, I thought, I would have said Jim Thorpe, Bruce Jenner, Mark Spitz, anyone like right. that. Right, right. The greatest athlete now has to be Uncle Chin. He's amazing, isn't he? For those that don't the know, man, this is a guy that ran a marathon and finished in three and a half hours while puffing on cigarettes the entire time. Smoked two packs of cigarettes <laughs> through the marathon. Yep. Then the Chinese government banned him from doing it again because it was such a bad example for children. <laughs> well, I and wouldn't recommend else, it, you know. 
But yeah, where he else says, would you have heard that story except from John Burton? Well, thanks, man. We try to have fun, and Keith's great to work with, and he's great to do a podcast with because you know he's he's you know he's got that New York attitude, and he's he's opinionated, and he's earned it. The guy was a you know yeah. longtime NFL player, an All Pro linebacker. I mean, you know, guy's got some pelts on this horse. Sort of, yeah, I can be sort of petty also, but two weeks ago, Keith Bullock has some great stories. He talked about Coach Mack meeting him at the door after a terrible game and asked him, Keith, are you sick? Are you sick? <laughs> Keith said, no, no, I feel fine. He goes, well, you're going to be sick after you see the game film from last week. <laughs> I mean, I can hear Coach Mack saying that to this day. So, But you don't hear those stories much, and that's why I tune in and to find out more stories about Uncle Chin. Well, thanks, have Kenny. A great day. Hey, Kenny, do me a favor. Please tell a friend. Uh, might as well promote it. What's good with KB sure. and JB podcast show premieres every Saturday morning, ten o'clock, uh, right here on uh, Nashville Sports Radio, and is also available to download on pretty much every major streaming platform. You can get us on Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, Castbox, Spotify, Amazon Music. So uh, go back and listen. Subscribe. Go back and listen to some. Uh, Old episodes, please. I could. <laughs> I need to get the the streamer streamership. Did I just make up a word? That sounds good need, to me. Need to get that up, and uh, we'd love to get you involved. We got some timeless ones in there as well. Had one with Jeff. Fisher. Yeah, the one that, with I Jeff mean, Fisher. If there's one episode you want to go back and listen to, it's the yep. one with Jeff Fisher. You can watch that. Ten, uh, listen to that ten years from now. Exactly. And it, it, would, it wouldn't age a bit. Did he tell some stories or what, oh, bro? Boy. He's he's amazing. While on his ranch, yeah, uh, yeah. he was telling stories. I mean, just, just pure Jeff Fisher. Could you see him it. just, you know, in his recliner with his feet up, just, you know, with <laughs> phone in one ear, just like, oh, yeah, so we're in Kansas City. You know, it's, you know I, I said to I said to Steve, I said, you know, we, we got to run the ball. He's like, no, we got we to gotta throw it. I said, okay. He threw for 330 yards, three touchdowns, one by 10 points, you know. Fish is the best. Love it. Love fish. All right, we'll take one more break, come back, and wrap up the show after this. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash handsonlycpr and become a lifesaver today. Attention business owners. WNSR has some exciting opportunities for your business to thrive in the dynamic world of sports radio advertising. As the proud home of some of your favorite sports teams like the Atlanta Braves, Memphis Grizzlies, and more, we understand the power of sports in bringing people together and creating a passionate community. We believe that your business can become an integral part of this experience, reaching a diverse and engaged audience. Contact the WNSR sales team for an opportunity to discuss how Nashville's Sports Radio can elevate your brand to new heights. Whether you're interested in a specific sponsorship package or would like a customized solution, we are here to meet your advertising needs. Call 615-844-1039, 615-844-1039, or email saleswnsr at gmail.com. That's saleswnsr at gmail.com. 
Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy, and I can cash out whenever I want. That's a total no-brainer. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code LIFT for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code LIFT. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LIFT for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LIFT. At Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf. There's something that binds us all. The collective goal to transcend the ordinary. Introducing the new Callaway AI Smoke Driver. The new AI Design Club has multiple sweet spots across the face, making it an average of seven yards longer than the prior model. Visit us in-store for a free custom fitting at your local Edwin Watts Golf Shops or shop us online at WorldwideGolf.com. Get there. This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. I don't believe Vrabel wants to be a part of this. And so I think Amy Adams Strunk decided, well, it's time to move on. I, you know, that was a gangster-like move to say, all right, you know what? I don't want to employ somebody that doesn't want to be here. Goodbye. If they have another season like they did this mm. year, he's gone he's anyway. He's gone anyway. No, wherever he goes now, he's got four to five years. Yes. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, where the only adult in the room just graduated from college. Jim Rome follows us at the top of the hour. And then, of course, two to four, it's the McFarland Show with D-Mac and J-Mac. They welcome your calls, and they mean it. I'm back in studio tonight at News Channel 5, 630 Sports. Back in the saddle after my uh, little extended vacation. So uh, looking forward to that. And, of course, uh, the Predators hosting the Kings tonight. Black History Month celebration at Bridgestone Arena. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, as you heard, Amy Bratton, she was on with us earlier this hour. All kinds of cool stuff happening. Battle of the Bands, the Aristocrat of uh, Bands. And I forgot to ask Amy about you know the Predators' involvement with TSU getting men's club hockey. That's right, yeah. You know, very rare for an HBCU to start a, a, a men's uh, hockey club program. So that's going to be groundbreaking as well. So like I said, you can't say enough about what the Predators do uh, as, in terms of getting involved in the community. Absolutely. And that's, I think, one of the main draws. And I think Nashville SC is another team that yep. does a very good job, like them, where the Preds and Nashville SC, they got a lot of home games. So they have a lot of reasons to try and bring people in, but they do a fantastic job. So I can't say enough good things uh, it's important, I think, for professional teams to be in the community. And you can't yep. can't say the Preds don't try. You can't say Nashville SC and, and the Titans do a good job as well. Speaking of Nashville SC, I mean, they're going to be right around the corner, right? We'll be, we'll be starting like late February, early March? 25th of February. Oh, my gosh. Their first home game. Of looking forward to it. And uh, even before that, they will be kicking off their CONCACAF Champions League uh, run. So, 
we are well underway. Preseason has started. They are off in Florida right now for warm weather training. Yes. Uh, a uh, nice soccer term there yeah, for you. Well, it's, so, it's some warm weather training, Exactly. Mate. So, yeah, yeah, season's right around the corner. Excited. Uh, expectations, not so sure. We'll see. I, I need to dive into uh, some of their moves and mm-hmm. kind of take a look at where they are in the uh, what are the Western Eastern Conference. They're in the Eastern Conference, Eastern Conference now. They yeah. move back and forth. They're yeah. in the Eastern Conference. And so it looks like they'll be there to stay going forward, which looks, makes sense. Looks to be that way. Yeah. Um, Messi's coming back to Inter-Miami, right? Messi is back. He's brought over a few Barcelona pals. Luis Suarez, who's one of the best strikers of all time, has joined uh, Inter-Miami. Granted, They've had a tough start to preseason. They've yet to win a game in preseason. They've gone over to Saudi Arabia and played a few teams over there for uh, a couple dollar bills, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so they are back. But I- I'm sure no matter what happens, they could lose all games 10 to nothing. They're going to be prohibited favorites, I think, uh, to at least make the playoffs, uh, something they didn't do last year. But expectations are going to be high. Looking forward to it. Uh, of course, they will have one game here at uh, Nashville SC, which was heavily attended last time. Uh, and will be as well. Failed to mention uh, college basketball tonight. Vanderbilt still winless in the SEC. They'll, uh, you know, they gave Tennessee a fight uh, last Saturday at Memorial. They'll be on the road tonight at number sixteen Auburn. Uh, the Tigers come in sixteen and four, five and two in the SEC. Vanderbilt five and fourteen, zero oh and six. You calling for the upset tonight? No chance. <laughs> no chance. Come on, Stack. One time. <laughs> One time. One time, brother. Come on. I know. We need it. All right. Well, that'll wrap it up. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll recap everything that happens tonight. Patton, good show as always, my man. Thank you, John. We'll see you tomorrow. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Jim Rome is next.